0: Hello there, I'm Julie Vadnall, Deputy Editor of Domino, and this is Design Time, The Rebellious Ones. If you've listened to this podcast before, you know that we interviewed some of the biggest names in interior design, but this season, I'm doing things a little differently. I'm going to be talking to rebels, the -the out-of-the-box thinkers who put their creative stamps on our world, whether they work in design, fashion, or even food. After all, you don't have to paint a room all black to be a rebel, though I think that'd be super cool. Some of us engage in tiny acts of resistance every day, and that counts too. Each week, I'll talk to a new guest, a rebellious one, if you will, about how they turn off the doubting voices in their heads and how you can find your only you style. Let's do this. I can't even really believe that I get to introduce this guest today. She's one of my personal heroes, no lie, for the way that she has fearlessly led a body positivity revolution all the way to her first U.S. Vogue cover in 2017, first but not the last. She was on it twice. She has her own Barbie. She's a super capital S-U-P-E-R model, and she's the mother of three boys, and that includes twins. She's also a new homeowner and has recently put her stylish spin on a new backyard. Please welcome to Design Time The Rebellious Ones, model, designer, podcaster, all around badass, Ashley Graham. Oh my God, I'm honored. I truly can't believe we're here.
1: This is so fun. It's so nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you
0: too. I just need you to say the line, hello, I'm Ashley Graham and I am a rebel blank
1: hello i'm ashley graham and i am a rebel brawless entrepreneur mama because currently i'm brawless. i walked into this asking if i could do this interview brawless.
0: do you consider yourself a rebel because when i think about you i think of all of these wild things that you've done in your career i think about your podcast i think about modeling i think about barriers that you've broken just by being yourself but do you consider yourself a, a rebel it's interesting to have
1: this conversation about being a rebel because in my personal day-to-day life like i would never consider myself a rebel like i really am kind of like a rule follower i like i wouldn't call myself like miss safety like my husband's definitely like mr safety first but i guess if you take a step back and you look at my career, like being a first and being someone who's kind of like bended the norm and like has kind of like pushed back at society, like I guess you would call me a rebel. But like in my daily life, no. I And I think in my career, I've just kind of been myself. And I hope that I've championed other people to be themselves because if it's just being a rebel is like standing up for your body, that's pretty, I mean... It's interesting place to be in life.
0: Right. Well, I'm curious about that with your career. But first, I'm like, I guess I think like a rebel, it's like your Starbucks order is very normal. (laughs) Or you know what I mean? Like you you don't like rebel in any like everyday way. I never, ever make my bed. Oh. Never. Why? That's the laziest part of me, I guess. Does your partner make the bed? Because this is a big like, thing in my relationship. He's like, you never make the bed. And I'm like, but you're, like, I hate to be like, but you're better at it. But he is, and he's particular about it. So I'm like, this is your thing. I think Justin wanted us to be, like, those people that made our bed when we got out in the morning.
1: And I always said, well, whoever's out of bed last, Mm -hmm. then makes it. And then, but like nobody's like trying to get out of bed first so they don't have to make the bed. (laughs) So I think it just wasn't on the top of our priorities. And before we had kids, we lived in a walk up brownstone and our bedroom was tiny like really really tiny. Yeah, like it fit a king size bed and one nightstand. And then you kind of had to like shimmy around the front to get to the other side of the bed. So I think he just like pulled the covers back and that was his way of making the bed. And I just
0: never cared. I just pull it back, and he's like, that's not right. And
1: I hate a tucked side. Me too. Yeah, I'm like, I feel too big for that. I like don't want to feel like a burrito. I want to feel free and open. I do want to talk to
0: you about your home because, like you said, you just lived in Brooklyn. I live in Brooklyn. Oh, where are you? In Carroll Gardens. Oh, we were in Park Slope for... Neighbors. Oh, 17 years. Really? Yes. It's amazing. I know. There's so many good things about brooklyn and i can't see myself leaving now but you just moved to jersey what's up with that that seems very rebellious i guess that is a very rebellious thing you know if you would have asked me even three
1: years ago could you move to new jersey i would have been like what are you talking about move to a house in new jersey Kids definitely had a big factor in it. If it was just me and Justin still, I don't think I would have left Park Slope. I love, I adored Park Slope. I still miss it. Our neighbors were great, our local places. I mean, everything about it. So, But it was simply the fact that we kept having children and they weren't gonna go anywhere and i needed space for them and going and just gearing up with the strollers and the bags and the things and i wanted them to have some more space justin and i both grew up in the burbs we knew what it was like to just walk outside and not have to be like hey i'm going outside to your mom and dad when you're five years old you know that's that's a luxury And Isaac now just is like outside barefoot and he is loving life, catching frogs and chasing birds. And, and I love it. I love it. But let me tell you, leaving Brooklyn was a big deal for us. We did shed a tear and we kind of had an identity crisis. Like, who are we? Are we going to be cool? You know, like, what are we doing for our future? We're leaving the city that we fell in love in, that we got married in, that we had our children in. We learned so many life lessons, but it's just a new phase of life.
0: Do you feel like you decorated your new home in a way that, like honors Brooklyn or that you're like still clinging to that, or like how does the decor change? Yeah, for us, we've always really both thankfully had similar aesthetics and like we
1: like a modern feel with a worn rustic vibe and And I think that this house and how we decorated the outside really emulated that,
0: and you have a backyard, which you may not have had. did you have one in prexlub no okay yeah but like uh -uh. the thought of a backyard and being able to decorate not only a home but a backyard is thrilling to me you must have been like i was drooling at
1: the idea (laughs) of having not only freedom but a pool and like a seating area and we have a little pool house connected to the pool which has a couple pieces of workout equipment in it right now but that's just you know that's just where it's living right now but this was a big deal for us to have something that felt still cool and not everything is so mid-century kind of where we are very big fixer-upper situations and we already did a fixer-upper in Dumbo and I'm a little scarred from it so (laughs) what happened it it took three years and it was I mean anything in the city it just takes a little bit longer than expected and it's double the price and This was a turnkey situation that we just kind of like spruced up and made our own.
0: Okay, so but still you're going from like a much smaller place to a much bigger place. I can't even begin to tell you we had to fill up the space. You know, you want
1: everything and there's just... We were able to get everything we wanted because of a firm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's this like one click away from having nothing to having everything and not having to pay for it all at once. Wild. I'm all about high-low. Uh-huh. So it's like Amazon, Walmart, Target, Pottery Barn, you know, like we really did a mix and a little restoration. So I got to work with Mikhail Welsh, who really, he's on Drew Barrymore's Love. show and yeah, he's, he's so fantastic. sweet. Love him. How did you meet him? just through the dms you know as as one does double tapping exactly and i also knew that we had a very similar aesthetic like i wanted i wanted i swoon vibes Lovely. We love
0: I Yes,
1: I love her Brooklyn aesthetic, and I wanted to take that into my backyard. And I knew Mikkel could do it. Uh-huh. You know, give me a branch, give me like a very like aged <laughs> pot, <laughs> and just Nailing a few textures. It. Yeah. And I wanted to make sure everything was very durable for the
0: kids. But I was also I kept pinching myself like I have an outside. Okay, you mentioned kids. You mentioned having nice furniture. You have white furniture in your backyard, <laughs> and you have three children. I don't know if I should ask you like why or like for your cleaning tips like I don't even know where to begin everything with is about the fabric
1: okay. if I can do soap and water with just like your everyday hand towel yeah. then that's all that I care about Is it
0: about. like Sunbrella or something like yes. that is it like okay? yes yes okay. and
1: actually our couch isn't white it's kind of like a beige okay it might appear brighter in the photos but yeah that was a big deal we have a lot of decorative pillows that kind of you know for the photos they look gorge but like they kind of end up everywhere I mean, I have a a two-and-a-half-year-old who's
0: just kind of like – he likes to make tunnels (laughs) with the pillows. I love that. But it sounds (laughs) like it's something that's, like, baby-proof and that you can, like, wipe literally anything off of it. That's the only way to do it. How about inside? Like, I just – again, I'm at – like you were saying, I swoon when I think of her. She's very, like, neutrals. Yes. The
1: inside is a very, like, open concept. Uh So when you look outside, there's lots of forest and green everywhere. Like, we have one line of our property is lined with huge pine trees. And then we have a bunch of, like, really big trees in the backyard. So when you look out of our open concept living room, it's all windows. Mm -hmm. And so the green kind of speaks for itself. Now, this summer, what we're going to do, like, we're doing a couple... Of things like you know you move in you kind of want it to be more your style so we're bleaching the floors.
0: Cool. Um, How does that work? You hire someone.
1: I'm not doing it. (laughs) Are you a DIY person? No.
0: Okay. Okay. On TikTok. Oh my god. I want (laughs) to be a
1: DIY girl. Me too. We all not either. No. I want to be her. Like I
0: like on TikTok. I I save all of those and I intend to buy the things and do it and try it. Have you ever like attempted one that was like an epic fail? no you don't even i don't set myself up for failure like have you (laughs) (laughs) painted?
1: i like to succeed have you ever painted a room before like i've helped my mom my mom is the ultimate like she's like she can tape a room up you know quick and paint a room she's like the ultimate granny who diys with the grandkids so Yeah. yeah So in my house, so the furniture is lighter, Okay. and we did just make a a custom couch that's not in yet. Gosh, everything just takes forever Forever. and ever and ever and ever. What do you do in the meantime? Do Um, you just like... We're on the couch that we had in Brooklyn. Oh, Yeah, so it's not that big of a deal, and there's a couple rooms that don't have any furniture, but that's okay. (laughs) They're overtaken by baby toys and things.
0: Well, how do you have a chic home and children? Like, are there places you like to shop for baby stuff because you're like, oh, that's actually cute?
1: you know there is like this idea of like oh getting all the monochromatic kind of toys to match your aesthetic and my kids well especially isaac like he's always just gravitated towards bright colors and he wants Uh he wants like the fun trucks and the he wants to dig and all that so he has a dedicated playroom where we keep all of that and we have rules in the Uh main living room Uh you get one toy and if you want a different toy you have to take that toy downstairs and then you can bring up your other toy so that way we keep it less cluttered because the twins who are almost six months now they have like little baby bouncer things that they are in that are in the living room we have baskets that we kind of just pile everything in okay and then that kind of feels a little bit more organized
0: in the main living room yeah well, before you walked in, we were talking about the home edit and that show. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that show? Yes, I'm obsessed. It is, like I was saying, it's so calming to watch it. Do you have that organizing gene? Like, are you, you said baskets I don't are have, helpful. But... I, I have an organizing gene, but I did have someone come in and
1: do a home edit version. Yeah. In my storage room and in all my closets and in all of my bathrooms.
0: Is everything rainbow yeah. <laughs> yes, yes,
1: it actually is. It's like it everything is. has a basket, everything has a label.
0: What has surprised you about owning a home? Because I think a lot of people, like especially now, have bought home. You know, like when the market was really good, and now it's terrifying. But. I mean, people who buy homes, I think about like, oh, all of our problems will be solved, but it's almost like introducing new ones. So what surprised you about buying a the home? The f- biggest thing that surprised me was how expensive it is to keep
1: up your home. Like, it's yeah. like the constant. Like, everybody yeah. says, oh, buy a home, you're investing your money for the long term, but really you're just shoveling more money into something yeah. that you're supposedly investing in. Like, being a renter for God only know, you know, for like my whole like from 17 up until I didn't have to think about a yard. I didn't have to think about, you know, fixing the plumbing. I mean, a typical New York kid. You can call someone if something goes wrong. Like, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Move here and my mom's like, yep, welcome to the real world. (laughs) (laughs) And I can see why people turn into DIY because it's expensive to, you know, call a local plumber to keep coming over and fix something or whatever. But yeah, we ended up having a leak in our master bathroom that was leaking into our dining room uh-huh. so now for the summer we're bleaching the floors and getting a new primary bathroom
0: all right so you're a renovator <laughs> if everyone could see your face right now it's just like <sighs> it's a look of disgust because it's just like takes forever and it's never done yes, and it's like it i just want to live in my house already yes
1: yes yeah. Yes, that's how I feel. And with three kids and dust and people in and out. In and out. It's a lot.
0: Yeah, you have to wear a bra. You have to wear a bra, (laughs) damn it. Bringing it back. When you are not being a rebel and you're in your gorgeous house, what are you doing to recharge? You know, the thing that I have been doing lately that I just love
1: to do that feels so freeing is putting my phone on the other end of the house or in a room I know I'm not going to be going to for a very long time and like not even thinking about it and whether I'm alone and I'm just putting my feet in the grass or I'm just like actually like leaning into my kids and whatever they're into in that second or enjoying a conversation with my husband like I'm not having to like think about anything else and that is a really easy Uh way for me to recharge.
0: Do you find when it's not next to you you still are like yeah for it yeah it's like
1: it's (laughs) vibrating oh is it something important or it's like oh i know that i should answer those emails or you know like oh should i should i go through my dms really quick and just like send some voice notes oh i can't even imagine your dms (sighs) it's so fun though to actually go through the dms and talk to fans like it really really is i send voice notes all the time i love doing it
0: what's a piece of design advice that you would give to fellow rebels because i feel like maybe your design aesthetic is not totally rebellious in that it's like zebra print but what's one thing that you you know would tell people to do
1: something that's rebellious i guess would be not being afraid to ask for help that's right, yeah. that's hard for a lot of people to do yeah. and i think that that's pretty rebellious when you get to do it because then it, it's pretty liberating on the other side
0: and then you don't have to diy thank god <laughs> okay finish this sentence people told me not to blank but i did it anyway
1: hmm Oh, what haven't they told me not to do?
0: (laughs) (laughs) People are always telling me not to do stuff. Uh, You know,
1: people keep telling me not to do things with my body, and I just keep doing them.
0: Love it. What's your next act of rebellion? My next act of rebellion
1: is to to teach more people about how to be an investor and be a long-term investor, especially women in women brands.
0: Cool. Mm -hmm. I would take that class. Yes. Yes. Are you ready for Never Have I Ever? Yeah, let's try it. Okay, we're going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. I'm just going to read you the prompt and you'll tell me if you have or haven't done this thing. So, okay. Never have I ever accidentally killed a plant. Oh, definitely. Yes, have. Never have I ever yeah, have. You have yes. killed a plant.
1: Yes. Have you kept one alive? That is relative <laughs> because my mother-in-law, she comes often and she keeps my plants alive.
0: That's sweet. Yeah. Again, ask for, for help.
1: Yes. yes. Never have I ever shopped at Home Goods. Have yes yes hundred percent love it. The last thing that I just bought there was all of my pool towels.
0: Oh, nice! Mm -hmm. That's a great because you kind of have to replace those semi often. So that seems like a great. Well, this is
1: my first time that I'll be able to use them. Yeah, so I mean, I just went straight to Home Goods.
0: Love I love a Home Goods spree. Never have ever fought with a significant other over a decor item never what? because no okay that's rebellious i know because
1: i don't think that i care enough to fight i always go back to is this worth it and if it's not worth it then i don't care and i don't know that justin cares enough he has his own office now ah. so i just there's like a barn door that i slide
0: and i don't know what's on the <laughs> other side <laughs> his shrine to you know a sports team or something yeah to film that's his shrine mm-hmm. oh nice so the barn door I think is essential to not fighting over <laughs> yeah, you just exactly need to block. Uh, if you never see it, you can't fight exactly. over it. Exactly. But never have I ever looked up a friend's home price on Zillow. Oh, definitely have. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have yeah, I have a couple of friends that
1: have a lot of money and I definitely look <laughs> <laughs> how much <laughs> they <it's>
2: spend.
0: <laughs> Love it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for being honest. Oh, totally. um, never have I ever arranged my books by color. Oh, definitely have done that. Okay. And also took a cue
1: from whose A D was I watching and I liked what they did, but they turned all their books around. Oh. And it was just That's controversial. It is controversial yeah. and I was not mad at it, but Justin you know what? I guess we did fight over something oh. decorative and it was the books. The books. Justin wanted more books out than I wanted. Yeah. I wanted more like trinkety things mm-hmm. and like the things that we bought from our travels. Yeah. And he wanted more books because books inspire him and they don't inspire me the way they do inspire mm-hmm. him so we had to turn them back around <laughs> but then we did display them in color hues yes
0: compromise there you compromise. go. compromise okay last one and i am quite confident you've never done this <laughs> never have i ever hung my own wallpaper no. never ever <laughs> ever i have watched my mom do it though you're like never have i and never will i <laughs> ashley this has been an ultimate dream treat exciting oh. thing for me for domino and i can't thank you enough for thank doing you. this oh it's my pleasure and, and i can't wait to see your house when i live over. there yeah come over <laughs> life you have disaster been some time
1: yeah the yeah. generator i can watch
0: kids i can
1: there we yeah. go we love a
0: babysitter <laughs> thank you When I found out that I was doing this podcast, my one and really only request in the whole process was that Shadi Al-Hindi, the head of IT at our parent company, Recurrent, read the closing credits. And I know that might sound funny, but Shadi has a voice that I swear could sue the 100 crying babies. And I know this because sometimes when my computer's not working, I am that crying baby. And just hearing him talk instantly lowers my blood pressure. You will hear what I mean in just a second. I am so excited to share Shadi and his beautiful voice with the world. Take it away, Shadi.
2: Hello, I'm Shadi Al-Hindi. And contrary to popular belief, I am not a voiceover actor, yet at least. But I am the vice president of technology at Recurrent, Domino's parent company. Julie's asked me to read the credits to the podcast you've just heard. I blindly said yes, so I think that makes me a rebel too. And here we are. Design Time The Rebellious Ones is hosted by Julie Fadwell and produced by Ali Alquiza, with special thanks to Lindsay Mather, Britt Ashcraft, Claire Urshashon, Michaela Klein, Kim Gray, Lindsay DeSimone, and Maria Luna. Our Chief Content Officer is Kate Berry. Our theme music is by the talented Alex Weinstein. And I'm Shadi Al-Hindi, Vice President of Technology at Recurrent Ventures. If you like this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. See you all next week, right here on Design Time, The Rebellious Ones.